Hello, lovely listener. It's Celia, host of Love Waits for You. If this is your first time joining me, my name is Celia. I am a mortgage lender for work. Uh, I've also written a couple of books, one of which um, has not been released yet. The other, um, Celia's Eyes, I do still promote, and um, it's available to purchase on Amazon. And uh, part of what I do is I have a nonprofit that is called Lead with Love International, and I go all over the country now um, to share my story and donate my book, Celia's Eyes. Celia's Eyes is not an accurate representation of where I am today, but it is a good start for people who are on their journey to recovery at the beginning stages, I would say, or, you know, have been sober for some time. And I'm no one to judge um, length of sobriety, meaning really much of anything, because although I have not touched hard drugs since I was 19 years old and I'm 38 today, I haven't been completely sober um, until July of last year. So it's been about over a year that like I could stand behind um, the whole sober culture and, you know, go to these places to talk and share my story. It wouldn't have been in alignment with who I am. I'm not a hypocrite. I was, I have a lot of religious trauma from growing up and, you know, uh, being his exposed to hypocrisy. And I promised myself I would never be one of those people. And um, to my knowledge, to my awareness, I haven't. So anyway, that just kind of goes into like what really sets my soul on fire. And um, that costs money. So therefore I'm now passionate again about my mortgage business. <laughs> I've kind of, uh, even t- to myself thought, do I want to do this? Like this does nothing like much for my soul at all. Like it's, um, I'm don't feel very Zen sometimes when things go wrong on a loan or, you know, if I'm fearful, we're going to miss a closing date, which we don't, but it comes up. A part of me is like, here lately or the past couple of months been like, is this what I really want? But the revelation I've had since is that unless I meet some billionaire tomorrow, who's going to start donating money every year into my nonprofit, it's not going to not only, uh, not only do I need the funds to travel, to share my story and to buy the journals and pens, I would also need some sort of income. So um, right now, I need to focus on the fact that, you know, my job that I'm very uh, a natural at and successful at, it actually not only pays the bills, but is able to fuel my nonprofit. And that is my passion, but this is the vehicle. So every episode from now on, I'm going to mention what I do, where there are books that if you purchase them, um, 100% of the proceeds will go to my nonprofit. And again, this will pay, yes, for travel, um, but it will also, right now, I'm just thinking small, um, it will pay for the books and the pens that I've been currently paying myself and will continue to as long as um, I have the money to do so. So since I've, you know, everything is energy and since I have had that revelation and started you know, just in my thoughts, putting energy, loving energy towards my business. I know that sounds woo-woo. Things have, it's like, if I'm like, I don't want to do this, I have one loan a month. And if I'm like, you know what, this is what fuels my, my passion. 
like, or my purpose, this is what fuels my purpose, like, then it's like, oh, well, I have, you know, two million, like, it's like back to normal. Um, well, I wouldn't, who knows what normal is, but for this market, that might be really great because uh, rates are like eight and a quarter right now. But anyway, enough about that. This has been since the very beginning. It's been my journey to self-worth and healing featuring those that have inspired me. So you'll never have a guest on this show that doesn't inspire me and that there isn't something I can take from them that is helpful to me. And there isn't something that they can reveal to you that will hopefully you'll find helpful as well. So it's, you know, I've had um, some title holders on. I know I've mentioned that before. I've had, um, you know, the lady from the news. But last episode, uh, you know, got I did a solo episode. Today's going to be a solo episode. I'm going to share something um, that I've kind of a breakthrough I went through this past week. Well, I guess it was middle of last week. So for, let's just pretend like everybody that's listening to me right now has been listening to me for a long time. So, you know, I do pageants and, um, pageants have been healing for me, believe it or not. Um, because it exposes that dark side is what they call it in spirituality or, uh, it might not be called dark side. It's called something shadow self. It exposes the shadow self, like your insecurities, your jealousy, your, the things you need to heal and the things you need to work on. Well, I've done a lot of that, but, um, What's happened now, the, where I'm getting at, because, you know, I feel like the, um, April pageant where I didn't place top five, like, I feel like I'm, I'm fixed as far as the ego, like, nope, no ego. I was humiliated and I know what that feels like and I survived it. So nothing can really hurt me in that way. But now what I found that I need to grow on, (laughs) that's been the breakthrough the past week, I had my coaching call with um a lady who had she had seen me um compete and I might have shared this before but she made the comment that you know she really thought of me like is in the top but as soon as she heard me speak she was like oh I can only imagine you know what it was like in the interview room <laughs> and I was like oh okay thanks but she was like uh you know it's just I was very vague about you know, the trauma and I need to get a little more specific and I don't have to, we're going to talk about this because I feel like it is staying true to me to just talk about trauma because even my book, it talks about trauma because I feel like everybody else wants to talk about the symptom, which is the addiction or the cutting or the things that we do because of the trauma. Um, So we're going to get to a point later on where we kind of where I either at least understand where she's coming from or she kind of helps me get like fine tune that because I still think that trauma is, uh, should be my focus of my platform. Um, but anyway, so we're doing the coaching call and there was a part where we're, she's asking me interview questions and I'm answering it. And, um, she's like making comments about me staying looking at her when I answer the question and that was a little bit of a trigger because for some reason well I know the reason let me not pretend that I don't but due to lack of confidence which you could say was from the trauma or whatever all of it can be fixed so whenever I talk about things that are um, issues I'm not being a victim everything it's like hey this is what I'm fixing like 
everything that I talk about is going to be like a non-issue at some point. But it just so happens that my confidence is what I'm working on now, apparently, because she's like, you know, um, look at me. And I'm like, okay. And then, um, I'm practicing the same question again. She was like, that's good. She was like, but you're, you're kind of like, she didn't say this, but in other words, I'm like, I'm checking out is what she said. In my mind, I'm thinking, was I disassociating? (laughs) But, um, it's like, I have this way of whenever it's like, I can't like stand in my power. I can't stand in my greatness, believe it or not. Someone who has ego issues, um, like has a problem doing that. And whenever, um, she, I did it again and I looked at her as I was doing it and she was like, good job. You did a good job. I just kind of broke down and started crying. This is a lady I've never met in person. This was actually our first time doing the FaceTime coaching call. Um, but she was just so kind and it was a safe space to, you know, be me. (laughs) And, you know, she's like, I think she's like, don't you think you just had some kind of breakthrough? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm kind of used to them. Like I've been, I didn't tell her this, but I mean, I've been kind of, uh, for the past year anyway, I've been like improving at a really, uh, great speed, like quantum leap after quantum leap. And, um, I know it's because of like, the books I've read in the past. And I know it's because of, you know, it's like, cause that stuff is stored. Like you say, you might not remember every detail, but like what you read and the people you surround yourself with, it really like gets embedded in you. And then like, whenever you get sober for the first time in your entire life and you're actually facing your feelings, like it's no surprise that like, I just kind of catapulted because I didn't, I was no longer like running away anymore, but So what it's got me thinking is how even in the past when I did those pageants um, in the interview room, when it gets to talking about something that I guess I feel shameful of or I feel like or that thing where I can't stand in my power or my greatness, um, like it's almost like I guess I was kind of raised to feel like that you're not supposed to be like that, that that's bad. Um, you know, my papa used to say, if you think you're pretty, you're not really pretty. Well, that didn't stop me from ever, um, thinking I was pretty whenever I've got my makeup and stuff on. I'm not going to tell you that like today, right now, when I'm talking to you without makeup, like I don't necessarily feel pretty right now. Um, I, I, but whenever I have makeup on as a lot of the females that are listening, Yes, like I'm aware that I'm pretty, but like that would even be wrong, like to my family or to my grandfather. And so to, to just be like, to just basically fully, like to just be 100% confident, like I've not, I've not seen it. I've seen, I was raised around very insecure women who were very codependent and got their validation from what the world told them, much like myself up until, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm still working on that part, but I should be able to like look people in the eye whenever it gets to the part that, you know, I basically, I need to, like, it's a confidence. It's a confidence thing. And the other pageants I've done, when it gets to a part where, 
like I said, I was like feeling a little shameful or if it's like gets a little messy what I'm having to describe. And yes, I could get better on my interview skills, but I'll notice myself or I remember myself kind of like my eyes will kind of dart away. And like whenever I'm telling that part, I'm looking at it in a different direction. And like, I've just never, I've always kind of known, like there's so many things that I've like wanted to fix about myself and so many things on my plate and so many things I want to do. And it's like, that's always been something in the back of my mind, but it hasn't been on my to-do list to like nip in the bud. And um, now it is. So I'm trying to be more aware. And I urge you, if you're listening to when you have conversations with people, it's uncomfortable. Um, it really is not a natural thing to do for some of us, but like really look them in the eye. Like even at the hard part, if you're gonna, if you're called to speak, whatever you're speaking, look them in the eye. And you know, some people, the people that are going to feel uncomfortable with that are those insecure people that like can't do it themselves. But like, we want to be confident people. We want to be our best selves. And this is an area of growth for people that are on this journey with me that like, don't just want to be mediocre. And I'm not just talking about, you know, success or this or that. I'm just like, you could be a housewife, but be the best housewife that you could possibly be. Like you want to be like great. You want to be, you want to excel and not, not in the trauma response way that I've done it in the past where it was, that achievement and that excelling was a way of righting the wrong and a way of, you know, um, you know, honestly, the whole transforming my pain into my superpower pitch, like that probably originated from a trauma response. But now I've learned how to use it in healthy ways so I can teach people in healthy ways. Like I can be like, hey, this is what's going to happen whenever you start working out and you start running or you start finding something you enjoy, you're going to find you're a lot more powerful than when you were a little kid doing it. But what I can tell you is you need to reel it in. You need to harness that drive that you have. That's that superpower that's been developed from all the crap that you've gone through, all the pain you've experienced, because you're going to throw your back out if you don't. <laughs> Um, cause I've done this. So I guess the topic of today is just like, it's okay to know your worth and it's okay to stand in your worth. There's nothing unattractive about that, except to people who are uncomfortable with people doing that because they're very insecure. There's nothing wrong with it. This is me speaking to myself too. There's nothing wrong with standing in your worth, looking people in the eye and knowing that you have a place and that you are allowed to take up space and that what you have to say is important. And it doesn't matter what you've gone through or what you've seen. Like the people we want to associate ourselves with are open to transformation. And a lot of those people have gone through their own. The only people that are going to judge us are people that we don't really want in our corner anyway. And that has me at 100% peace the next time I'm, you know, competing for a pageant. Because, yes, I, I want to do it. But there's 
nothing about it. And I, you know, I think I exhibited that I was already there probably at the last one, because if I'm not wanted, it's like, it's, it's their loss. Now I do understand why one person was picked over me because I knew that girl and she, she probably knows herself and has healed herself in ways that she hasn't shared and is ahead of me there. Like, because she really allowed her, her light to shine and stand, you know, be authentic, but also like be likable because when you're so self-absorbed and you're so in your own like insecurities and feelings, like it doesn't matter what you've achieved or like what, you know, like how much like on paper you should be the pick. Like they're going to go with, you know, like my coach was telling me, she was like, they're going to go with a person at the end of the day who they like the best. And to really make people feel good around you, you've got to, just keep on doing what I'm doing. You know, you may start like way ahead of me because you didn't have all the crap to heal, but I guarantee you, we, you know, you've experienced trauma also, and we've got to start somewhere. And from that place, just continue to focus on being our best selves. And right now for me, that's just looking people in the eye. And it's so like, duh, like you could say, Duh, Celia, that makes sense. But for me, it was new. It was a new thing. It was a new feeling. And that's why, like, I broke down and cried. So, anyway, that's what I have to share with you guys this week. Sorry if you've heard a little side noises. Um, yeah, it's been a day of appointments. And um, I really like getting my children early from school. So I was planning on driving back from Nashville to record in my closet, <laughs> my fancy podcast studio. But then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm always making sure the sound quality is good or I'm like saying sorry if it's not. Like, I'm not even going to lead with, I'm sorry that I'm recording this in my car. Like, this is the one time I've done this and um, I want my time with my children, the most time I can get with my children. So it's worth it. And, um, cause that was going to add like another 45 minutes that I could see in whatever time we talk, plus the 15 minute drive there, plus the 15 minute drive to the school. So I appreciate you guys for, um, listening through my ramblings. Um, but it's, I feel like it's always productive. Like this week, focus on making eye contact, focus on not looking down whenever you're talking to people, because you have a right to, you have a right to hold up space and you have a right to be seen. And I don't know, like, and maybe this is like, hopefully where, what was going to unpeel from this episode. Cause sometimes I heal a lot. Cause I don't exactly know what it, like where I'm going when I do it, when I'm looking to another direction, but I can tell you like the feeling I feel is like shame. And that could be from what I'm talking about, or it could just be like, why would I be ashamed to like be great? And I can give you another example. Whenever um, I was Mrs. Tennessee American in 2021, we had to record like this video that the director made us spend money on hair and makeup and to pay this producer. And then she never even like gave us the video probably because it was like 
I, I think in my mind, I'm like, probably because it wasn't like good enough and probably because part of it was me, you know, but, um, like messing it up. But in truth, it was probably all of us, but it wasn't really messed up. It's just, she was a very strong perfectionist, uh, like in a trauma response kind of way. Um, she had a lot of trauma, so it kind of makes it easy to forgive her, but any, and not just because of this, but because of a lot of other things, um, that I've alluded to on here. But anyway, so I was supposed to stand on the bridge in Nashville and I was being recorded and I was supposed to like be talking about like my accomplishments and I just started, got emotional and I was like, I I don't know why this is like really hard for me to do, but I just felt super like, like, like ashamed or like, I don't know. Maybe by next episode, like that's what we're going to talk about next is because what happens is, I don't know if I've told you this before, but when you go to bed at night, whatever problem you're trying to solve, think about it. Like, let that be the last thing you fall asleep thinking about. And your mind, apparently your body like works while you're sleeping and it can like help you solve that problem. (laughs) So anyway, um, maybe I'll do that tonight and kind of figure out like what that's really about. Like what, I mean, unworthiness, I mean, it's got to be the unworthiness, which this was my journey to self-worth and healing. So it makes sense, but we're worthy. Just fake it until you make it. And, and I don't mean fake it in like an arrogant way where it's like, you're obviously insecure to be acting that arrogant. I mean it to fake it in the sense of like work on believing it until you truly believe it. Cause there are some days like I know it without a shadow of a doubt, like I'm worthy. And then there are some days where I'm like having to have this conversation with you because I just got through doing a coaching call and I couldn't, this was last week, but I couldn't even like look her in the eye whenever I'm answering. Oh, and he, this was the answer to the question. Cause she's like, Celia, like one of the questions might be, so your best friend, um, tell me if she, if we asked her, tell us in one word, describe Celia. I was like, gold. Rebecca would call, would say gold because she said that to me before. She said, everything I touches, touch, touches, everything I touch turns to gold. And for some reason, like, why couldn't I look her in the eye? That wasn't shameful, but it's like, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to like say something like so positive about myself. So help me figure it out. If you know, send me an email. Um, lead with love, intl at gmail.com, or I think we have the love weights for you at Yahoo. So my, my assistant will get it to me, but anyways, love you guys. Thank you for listening. And next week, um, I hope to have, I need to confirm, but I have a, a guest that's gone through a lot. Um, I don't know what she's gone through, but she says she's an open book. So I'm really excited about having her on my show. She was one of the ladies I competed with at Mrs. International. So we just got to nail down a date. So hopefully that'll be who we have on here next week. But if not, it'll be me and we'll be going over something because that's what we do. Love you so much. Bye.